Well, good afternoon, my friends, and welcome again to Introspection. We're coming to you live from 815 Tuscaloosa Avenue here in the village of Gadsden on the banks of the Coosa, and it's a mighty, mighty beautiful day on the outside. I want to warn all of you folk who feel like you're superhuman, the sun is hot as hell out there, and you want to be hydrated and make sure that you have your, your water with you, if you want to do your lawns, make sure you wait until the sun is easing. Please don't have a heat stroke trying to have a pretty lawn. Today I have in the studio with me one of the candidates for mayor, uh, one of the candidates for mayor, Mr. Michael Shell. And Mr. Shell, I remember from the last election and the election before that, uh, is, is a Gaston resident, and he sees Gaston as a place that we need to grow again because it hasn't grown in a while. Uh, we are going to have a discussion here, Mr. Shell, about how you can grow Gaston. Uh, and I'm, I'm looking at some of your, um, some of your points here, and, and let's talk about um, eliminating the uh, 2% employment tax and let, let's just let's just give some background on that because uh, all of the candidates other than you are saying that we have to have it in order to maintain city services and the supports that we give communities Birmingham has a tax such as this is one percent but it's only on people who do not live in Birmingham DC has a tax such as this but it's only on people who do not live in um, DC. So uh, we're looking at people, Gaston is a very poor place there for, for reality. You know, you have a, a, a family of four, uh, gross national income is, is around, um, mm, GDP is around $20,000, $29,000 a year. That's poor. And then you tax the folks who are making seven, eight, seven, nine dollars an hour, two, two percent of their earnings to work and it's a misnomer that employers do not pay part into that they do as well so we're asking the people who hire people to pay and we're asking the people who are hired to pay and many of them at very low-end jobs how are you going to eliminate the two percent tax and maintain the level of services where we have well mr zachary i'm i'm proud to be here on um Thank on WMGJ, 1240 AM, yes. uh, you've been, uh, uh, radio's a hard business, and we, we, we're is. just, we're, we're proud to be here, proud for the listeners, thank everybody for, for listening and enjoying your station for so many years. Thank you. Um, I, I'm a, let me just give you just a, a little bit, small background, I'm a truck driver, I'm an average guy, I'm 61 years old. When I was born in 1961, Gadsden had 55,000 people. Today, we've got less than 35,000 people. Therefore, my theme, make Gadsden grow again. Growth is not optional. It's not just a catchy phrase. We must grow Gadsden. And I'm not speaking of Gadsden City Government. In fact, I'm definitely not speaking of Gadsden City Government. I'm speaking of we've got to grow our city population-wise, business-wise. We've got to be business-friendly. We've got to roll out the red carpet to business. Now, you asked me about the 2% employment tax. What I was just talking about, being business friendly. Nobody, a millionaire type person, a billionaire, let's make it billions. 
they're not going to bring a business here when they've got to give 2% of their own personal paycheck that they pay themselves. 2% of their check just for, for locating a business here? Why would any business person do that? If, if you're in business, you understand numbers. 2% of your check, when you could go anywhere else and not do that, you're going to go somewhere else. And that's what's happened. Gadsden has not grown because of the government, the mayor, and the council. They are not growth-minded. This 2% tax, it's going to be some work to eliminate. There's no doubt. My, my date to eliminate this tax is July the 4th, 2024. It's going to take some time to adjust the budget. If we, when I'm elected, we can help business. We increase business sales. If somebody's making a, a half a million a year, maybe they start selling a million a year. If they're doing a, a million in sales, maybe they go to two million. When business starts growing, they're collecting more sales taxes. Of course, they're making more profit, hopefully, with more sales, but they're collecting more sales taxes. This can be balanced out. We, you, we discussed previously, and I'm sure we'll get there, we do need an audit of what our finances really are. A, a f auditing firm, uh, I'm open to suggestions who we should use, but we want an honest audit of the city budget and our finances. The, the present audited budget has a disclaimer on the last page that no account has been audited with less than 750000 in that account. Now, if there, is there one account with 750000 or is there 25 accounts with 750000 That could basically be a slush fund, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, let's talk about longevity pay. Many of the upper tier of Gaston's personnel get longevity pay, and it goes up incrementally by the number of years you've been on the job, and it also bumps up your retirement. Is there a job, in your opinion, that is so precious and so needed that uh, people have to be paid longevity pay, which is in, is in excess of a million dollars for the few people who get it annually? We want everybody treated fairly. Um, Aldi is, you, you shopped at Aldi on a few occasions. Most people have. At least you've been by there. Maybe you, everybody's been in Aldi at least once. That store runs with three or four people at any given time. Three or four people run that entire grocery store. They receive the trucks. They stock the shelves. They mop the floors. They run the cash register. Everybody does every job. That's how I envision our city being. Now, I know some of you are laughing and said, how could that be? You know, because you've got all the desk people just sit at a desk. They never do anything else pretty much but sit at a desk, maybe go to the filing cabinet. Truck drivers, they drive a truck. What if we had desk people that could drive a truck and help when we've got a lot of trash, debris, we need some extra drivers? What about truck drivers that could help with the desk work, the counter work? We need a city that works for us. And as a truck driver, believe me, I've wore many hats. I've done many jobs. I was in the Navy from 80 to 85. I understand how any government can be inefficient because unlike businesses, a business has got to show a profit. If you don't have a profit, you don't have a business. We need to run Gadsden like a business. Okay. Um, the present mayor uh, who is leaving, who is not running this time, has a, a management staff of 26 people. There's not one minority. Gaston is 40 plus percent minority. Uh, how do you diversify 
to get the best talent possible and always comes the answer from that uh, from that camp we will hire qualified people well I, I wouldn't expect anybody to hire anybody that wasn't qualified that's right. So um, that's right. how do you diversify the management? And that's part of the problem with what's going on here is a, a um, nepotistic system uh, that's all white. So yes, sir. Diversity. How do you feel about diversity? Mr. Zachary, I can I, I'm just going to mention something that happened last week. We, first Friday was first Friday a week ago. About Wednesday, we went over to City Hall to see about renting the gazebo right in front of City Hall. Everybody knows where that is, right in front of City Hall. We talked to at least seven different people in City Hall, and not one of the people there, not one, could tell us how to rent the gazebo. Now, all I'm talking about is just renting a gazebo for maybe $50. Well, did you just go on and use it for free? <laughs> we, we should. We, uh, <laughs> we end up and passed out a lot of flyers on First Street because we found out the traffic was really trying to get around First Friday, all the local people, so we made some good contacts right there. So that worked out. But think of what I just said. Seven people that's working in City Hall, and there wasn't that many people there. There might have been more than seven, but all we really observed was about seven, eight or ten at the very, very most. Nobody knew how to rent the gazebo. Now, what if I had been a business owner that had just been on vacation, leaving Ohio, driving down to Florida, and I wanted to stop by and see about relocating my business here? Would they have no, known how to help us relocate our business? Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> I mean, you, you said something that's very important. You have to be business-friendly in order to attract business. And one of the things that has not attracted business to Gaston is that there is so much, um, uh, what's the word, dissension between the county and the city and the other surrounding municipalities. So you know, a small group of folk, we all got to cooperate to make sure that we have um, a good living and a good quality of life for everybody. That's not happening. Yes, sir. You see, and, and, and um, let me say this. I, I, I observed... Um, a situation where the the the, um, the legislative body for for Edward County and Gaston is Republican. So why would uh, a sitting city government uh, put together? Why would a city sitting city government put not to be welcoming and accommodating to uh, Republicans? They hold the money. They hold. They hold every office in this county except for one, and I know this is not a a party a partisan municipal election, you know, but 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 some things don't make sense to me. Are you amenable to talking with Republicans uh, about getting money here, getting some of the projects we need financed here? Or are, are you a mean-spirited man that just say, I can't talk to Republicans? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me turn that around. I am a Republican, so I am not mean-spirited toward anybody, independents, Democrats, uh, I've been a Republican since 1980 when I uh, I was uh, when entered the Navy, no, November the 2nd of 1980. I voted absentee ballot in my very first election for Ronald Reagan. I learned while I was in boot camp up in Great Lakes, Illinois, near Chicago, that my president had won. 
Uh, I thought Reagan was normal. I'm a teenager at this time. So I didn't realize till many years later how abnormal Reagan was in the sense of, of making government smaller, cutting taxes, being business friendly, wanting to grow our economy. So that was my first experience. Now, now I, I back up. I remember Jimmy Carter, and we remember the Carter days, the gas lines, the you know setting your thermostat at 78 degrees in the summer and 68 in the, in the winter time. All the craziness of Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter is a Democrat. He's still alive in Plains, Georgia, and and we love our presidents, even Obama. I did not vote for Obama, but uh, Obama and myself, President Obama, let's put the right word in front of his name, uh, President Obama and I are the same age. We're both 61. Uh, I, who we are as people, it's a nonpartisan election, as you alluded to just a minute ago. I am a Republican. That is the very minimum you should know about a candidate. Everybody should know what party you're associated with, and you should be proud to be associated with the party that you are. I have not been proud of every candidate that's been a Republican, but I am a Republican, and I believe in Republican concepts, ideas. Republicans are better at business growth than Democrats. Democrats are good at growing government, all the handout programs, all that kind of thing. This is a nonpartisan election. I am a Republican. And in future elections, we will know. We need to have it disclosed on the ballot, an R, an I, a D, a T, whatever party somebody's associated with. That is the very minimum you should know about them in an election. I totally agree. Now, let me ask you a question since you proclaim your Republicanism. Are you a Donald Trump Republican? Yes, sir. Okay. Not just absolutely Trump is my hashtag. Well, I am right. happy to be, be a Trump Republican. Saw him in Chattanooga. Uh, saw him in Macon, Georgia. Um, Trump is a Yankee, let's be honest. He's got a maybe a brash personality. More than that. Let's be truthful. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's more than Help that. Help yourself. But uh, I mean, we're not going to But he gets things done. Bottom line, he gets uh, things uh, done in a positive way. I want you to come back when okay. you're mayor and we can talk about that because we totally disagree. You disagree. I don't, I, don't, I don't think anybody who tries to overthrow the American government uh, should be any, uh, 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 any party title. And and that's what he did. We're gonna come back to yeah, this. I, I like that. We, we, after <laughs> I get elected, let's let's do this. Uh, yeah, let, let's before this. January the sixth. That, because that's a long uh, a long discussion. Okay, know, that's and, fair. And, and that's I don't fair. knock you for uh, for for who you who you support because I support different people. You that's know. and that and, and that's so part of what America is about. America's we're sitting about. here right here talking, and we have disagreements, but yeah, we're still but we, talking. You're not going to get up and pull a gun on me, and I'm not going to pull a gun on you, and we're not going to try to overthrow the government. There you go. That's, that's I like that. That's I like uh, that. Uh, let's talk about um, the notion of limiting all elected officials in the municipality to two terms. How do you, how, what what advantage does that give Gadsden? It gives us a bold advantage. First off, we've not had new blood in Gadsden in a long time with, with the mayor and the council. Uh, we need li to limit, just like what our governor is, Kay Ivey, President Biden right now, it can only serve two terms. If the governor and the president are limited to two terms, every office that's elected needs to have term limits. When people are polled about term limits, they like it. 
the professional politicians will tell you, well, we have term limits every election. <laughs> well, we need to have it as a city ordinance that nobody will ever get to serve more than two terms, even myself included. We, there's always somebody that can do the job as good or better. And I want to just mention one simple thing here. The professional politicians that think they're so great at what they do, they do have cell phones. If they really care about that position, that job, they could help the other person. Their phone number could be available for consultation. They could visit the office. But it, some of this becomes so you know egocentric. People are just concerned about elect me, elect me, elect me. I want to be a mayor of the people. I want to be a mayor of the people that hate me. And there might be only five or ten that hate me. I, I pray there's not even that many. But I especially want to be mayor of the people that don't think that I could do the job. I want everybody treated fairly, whether they were born here, whether they moved from New York City. I want everybody in Gadsden treated fairly. Now, are we going to accomplish that perfectly? Of course not, because we are imperfect people. Um, I, I am a Christian, but we still want to treat people as good as we can, and we failed at that pretty miserably over the years. You a Christian? Yes, sir. I yeah. say so soon. <laughs> but anyway, uh, <laughs> let's talk about create a regional airport with dedicated routes. What 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 are you talking about there? We had connecting flights in Gadsden back in the nineties, yeah. and uh, and they discontinued for you know contracts competitiveness with I believe it was Southern Airways maybe yes, was. even I back call then it Treetop Airline. But anyway. there you go because it's a short jump to over <laughs> yeah. to Atlanta. Yeah, about fit, less than fifty minutes usually unless you're in the pattern to land over there. But we've got to have connecting flights to Birmingham, Atlanta, Nashville, Houston, Charlotte, even Chicago to get people into Gadsden to do business and to get people out of here to go on vacation. Louisville, Kentucky, I was going down 65, uh, Interstate 65 in Kentucky about a year ago. They had specials from Louisville, Kentucky to Fort Walton Beach for $79 to go to the beach. Mm-hmm. We can be at the beach in an hour or so if we we're in a jet and jump up there and get land. You can have a rental car in Fort Walton Beach. Go to the beach for the weekend, a week. Jump on the plane, come back up here. Wouldn't that be nice? I, I'm a truck driver. I've driven over three million miles. I've done it safely all these years. But driving can be hazardous. Thirty-six thousand people die a year in car accidents the way they drive. Thousand truck drivers die every year. You know, we think of driving and all the nice cars we've got to pick from, everything. Driving is hazardous. Rarely does a plane crash to start with. So flying is safer than most people think it is, but it's business. It's, it's not just the, what we've done for the last 50 years, but air travel is the way people move to do business. Well, let me ask you this about the um, airport and creating a regional airport. And you do say create a regional airport. Who would you include in that region? Airlines? No, no. What, what, what other municipalities or, or counties would you? Cre- Gaston can't sustain uh, an airport by itself. And I know I think they call it regional, but who else would you draw in to a triad for that 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 airport so that it could be uh, beneficial for people who have private planes and for smaller commercial planes and that kind of thing? 
Well, if, if I'm understanding what you're asking, Mr. Zachary, the, the airport is owned by the city of Gadsden. Well, no, not uh, according to the city of Gadsden. It is. Well, it, 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 yeah, the board, you know, they've got and these boards. We can talk about the boards in another comment here shortly. The Gadsden Airport is the Gadsden Airport. Right. It needs to be expanded. The, the rendering plant, they were trying to put the rendering plant right at the end of the runway of our, our longest runway is about 6,700 feet, I think. That was stupid. There's no other word for it. It was bad enough to think about bringing uh, Pilgrim's Pride, of, you know, a mafia-type run organization to Gadsden. That, that was bad enough. But then to try to put it right at the end of our runway, so as soon as you open the, the hatch on the plane, you're going to smell all this chicken. Yes, you, you, you understand. Well, it was really more than chicken. It was all dead products that were to be disposed of and 750,000 gallons of waste water put into a system that's already overwrought. There you uh, go. Let, let's talk about, I, I want to stay on that airport thing for a yes, second. Sir. because I like this. I, it's airport. one of my favorite points. Let's camp here a little bit. How would you restructure uh, the board, you got people on the board who've only been on planes, and some of them not been on a plane that much, but how do you run an airport through a board where they're, the experience of the people who are running the airport is uh, basically political appointees? Well, managers are my choice. Boards, I'm not I, I'm not interested in having any boards. You know, board meetings. Board, B-O-R-D. <laughs> you know, they're bored. I mean, in most meetings you go to, you've been to meetings your whole life, you understand. Most meetings are just flat out boring. Uh, maybe you get something to eat, have coffee, you know, Coke, whatever, and have a little meeting. We need less meetings and more work. We need more workers than we do managers. Why can't a manager also be a worker? You know, most most times nowadays, you look at any store manager, they work right alongside with the other employees. We need a government that works that way, too. Uh, the airport is a big deal. It really is. We've got the busiest airport in the world in Atlanta, about, about 110, 20 nautical miles from, from us. You cannot tell me we can't get a few flights from Gadsden to Atlanta, other places. What about UPS and FedEx? Air freight, big business, things got to be moved around. Everything I want to do helps Gadsden grow again. Mm -hmm. I'm, I, I'm a, don't forget this. I'm a truck driver. I've traveled every state. I've drove to Alaska twice. I flew to Hawaii. I understand growth. You know, some people say, well, we can't have a big airport because we're too close to Birmingham. You haven't seen how in uh, Wichita, Kansas, there's three or four airports within two miles. You know, Wichita, I say Wichita, I'm sorry, I'm, I am right, Wichita, Kansas, where Cessna is, is located. They make the Cessna 172, the four-seater. They make the Citation jet. We've got all type of industry we could, I would love, and this is a reaching out goal, I understand. I would love to see Goodyear bring their corporate headquarters to Gadsden. <clears throat> along with possibly one of their other subsidiaries, Cooper, Kelly, Dunlop, and I believe they are going to be coming back to Goodyear, uh, the Goodyear building location here in Gadsden on Megan Boulevard. What if we had Goodyear home headquarters right here instead of Akron? Ohio is a great state, but it sure gets cold up there in the winter. 
far, far more than we deal with. We, we need to attract business and companies at every level, top to bottom, whether they, it's going to be a 50-person business or 5,000-person business. Everybody in you. And the airport is really the key because no big business is going to get off the plane in Birmingham and drive to Gadsden to do business. They're going to do business where they get off the airplane at. Okay. Uh, I really appreciate your discussion on that, but let's, let's go to another point here. Streamline the building process to build new uh, renovated homes. You know, there's a new ordinance, I think it was done last year or year before last, where you cannot build a home less than 900 feet. Uh, 900 square feet and and the um the the growing the growth in in home building is small homes so uh it seemed a little different to me to be increasing the capacity for people to build a house to 900 square feet when in a lot of places 400 450 500 square feet the kind of home people are building what do you think about that Tiny homes, and, and you're, yeah, that's what we're really discussing. It is, it it, is. I like the idea. I, I mean, when you think of heating and cooling, it um, it's a big deal. 900 square feet is not really that big. Exactly. Uh, I, but it's big enough for many people. Uh, we, we, all the properties, I, I mean, I'm estimating, but in, in the last 20 years, Gadsden has probably tore down six, seven, eight thousand homes that are on fifty-foot lots. Now, by decree from the city council, you cannot build a house on a fifty-foot lot. With Michael Shell Mayor, not only can you build a house on a fifty-foot lot, we want to encourage people to build a home. We're going to have five, ten house plans that are already pre-approved for people to print out for free. We're going to have the plans designed. They're going to have to pay for the printing if they go to a printing place or whatever. We're not going to print them out for you. They'll be available online. You print your house plan out. You could build it yourself. You could hire a contractor to build it. But we're going to make building easy. Building is jobs. I mean, two-by-fours right now, 5 to $7 a piece, maybe $8 on occasion. Everything about a house is business. You have the the rock work, the 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 groundwork, the the block work, the concrete work, framing work, electricians, she, plumbers, uh, all uh, these jobs, heating and air conditioning, everything. Roofing, there you go. Stuff. We yeah. just keep going, and everything about that is work and people making money, working hard, work. One of my favorite phrases from Reagan years ago. He he had a lot of different quotes you've heard over the years. Is a, a job a job is the best social program ever created and a, a job takes care of a lot of problems when people can work and 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 with work going on like this we've not had building in in, in our recent years i remember growing up as a kid my granddad was an electrician i know what the building was like going on around here i pulled wire even as a teenager back then 12 13 14 years old pulled wire under the house in the attic i know how to work work is good Work takes care of a lot of problems. We've got some drug problems, and I don't want to deal with the drugs right now just on this program. But drugs are stupid, illegal drugs. Some of the drugs the doctor gives you, you need to really consider before you take them. You need to read some details. Natural things are always better than, than drugs. Well, uh, uh, I totally agree with you on that. We need to watch our health carefully and illicit drugs don't do a whole lot for us the community either 
This community that we're sitting in now is a historic community. How do we bring back, and we've torn down some, some craftsman-style houses, some historic houses, and they may not have been the, the huge houses, 1,200 square feet, 1,400 square really nice places. How do we bring back a community? There is no real destination here because the, um, the, the, the build-out at Nakalula Fall has not been such that it attracts people here. The river is nasty, and, and, and we get some kind of... Uh, low kinds of uh, involvement here. What about Riverfest? You bring Riverfest back so you can attract some people here. Um, and how do we find a way to bond this community so that it's not always it's the most black and white community in Alabama? Uh, how do we get beyond black and white? And that is definitely a killer for development. Well, I grew up in a black and white generation. Being a photographer, I remember working at the newspaper printing black and white pictures. You remember so you, Virginia Brock? Uh, yes, I'll look at that. How about that? I, I remember Arthur Shaw, the editor, a little skinny uh, yeah, guy, yes, always sucking on a cigar. I never yeah. saw him smoke a cigar, but he always had one in his mouth. And um, I, I remember asking Arthur Shaw one time, you know, we'd, I, I, we'd have a car accident somewhere. And they'd save a spot on the front page of the paper for me to go out and shoot a picture of this car accident and put it on the front page. And after I'd done that deal that day and printed it and they printed the paper, I, I went in and said, Mr. Shaw, can I just ask you one question? Why do you save the front page space to put a car accident on the front page? And he said, well, sit down, let me just tell you. He said, a thousand airplanes that take off every day and land successfully. That's not news. The one that crashes that's news. <laughs> well, listen, we're here in the studio with Mr. Michael Shell, candidate for mayor here in the village of Gadsden. Uh, and we're going to a commercial break. Don't touch that dial. You are tuned into Magic 1240. We will be right back. Views and opinions expressed on WMGJ Broadcast Network are those of the hosts, guests and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other hosts or advertisers. Well, thank you, my friends, for staying with us. We are here in the studio at 1240 Magic here in Gadsden, Alabama with Mr. Michael Shell. And you know what? I'm a little surprised uh, uh, at our conversation. You just can't judge a book before you 
read it, you know. Yes, sir. And, and so uh, I, I'm hopeful that other folks are listening as well intently to what is being discussed here today. We're going to move into some of your other points, and, and one of those is to uh, um, simplify city ordinances. Let me give you a little quickie here. The, um, the water board, which is supposedly not part of Gaston either, but it's a Gaston city board, water board, uh, if your water is cut off, you have to pay trip fees, you have to pay a reconnection fee of $67, and, 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 and it was graduated to this process from a um, deposit because uh, you get to hit that $67 every time as opposed to taking some from that deposit. Um, we are in the midst of a, a, a very poor community, most of it, and, and I'm not saying that uh, disdainfully because I understand what you're saying yes, and, and we ought to treat our people better water is something that we have to have to sustain a necessity life. yes sir. so when you cut folks water off you're going to charge them a fee we got another board over there you know where part of the city council is on the board and make whatever little subsidy they give for people sitting on the water board yes sir um then you have the garbage collection department. I can remember when garbage was collected twice a week and there was no fee. Mr. Cunningham, Mr. William Cunningham pushed that from District 1. Now, if you pick up your garbage can, you got to pay $70 deposit to get the can back and $25 trip fee. That's $95. If I let my garbage can be picked up, don't you know I didn't have the money? There ought to be some options, and I'm not talking about uh, uh, dealing with people who uh, are, are rich and don't want to pay the bill, or who are upper middle class, or even middle class and don't want I'm talking about people who simply have to make choices between paying a garbage fee and, and eating or feeding the children. So, so we have to look at how do we expand the opportunity for people you're talking about jobs to have a job and many people don't have jobs Gaston is the largest population of the 12 counties for people being disabled what's wrong with that uh, uh, the largest population of folk on, on on subsistence so there is something not being done right here in Gaston and I'll go back to education so would you as mayor uh, be in conflict with the school district? Or would you be a part of generating the kinds of things the school district needs to make us a better educated, more literate community? Mr. Zachary, we're going to come back to education. I want to talk trash for a minute. Okay. Trash is a big deal. I, I've got a story I'm fixing to tell you that's a true story I just heard a few days ago. Trash, a trash man has one job. What's his job? To pick up trash. That's what we're going to do. Whether somebody has paid their trash bill or not, trash is going to be picked up. We're going to make Gadsden clean again, and we're going to start with every piece of garbage and trash disposed of properly. Gadsden is the stupidity of this city. It, it, it's been owned. The, the, the rendering plant showed how stupid this city could be with the, the mayor and the council, but they've done a lot of stupid things for a lot of years. 
We can't keep reelecting, stupid. We don't need to reelect any of the people running in this council. We're going to have a new mayor. We're going to have several new councilmen, but we do not need to reelect anybody. The school board, we're going to get to that in just a minute. Trash. This girl that I'm going to try to have an audio very soon, uh, just learned of this a few days ago. She left Gadsden to one of the surrounding cities. I'm saying girl. I'm not giving her name. I'm not telling you which city she moved to. She had an outstanding trash bill. One night she was driving with her headlights on bright. A Gadsden police officer stopped her, run her license. There was a warrant out for her arrest because she had not paid her final trash bill. She was handcuffed, took to jail, fingerprinted, booked, and got out on bond the next day. That should not happen in our city. And that is directly due to the leadership if you want to call it leadership, with the mayor and the council. We are going to make Gadsden fair again. Now, make Gadsden grow again, clean again, green again, fair. We want everybody treated fair. Let's just be honest about it. The, the garbage bill should be on the water bill. It should be integrated with one bill the way it used to be before these Einsteins changed this. And I'll let you say some comments. So I, and we'll, well, Then we'll get to education. Well, you know, it, it, it's... It's kind of puzzling to me when you want a clean city and yet you'll pick up a garbage can and assess fees that a person can't pay. If they could pay the, the fees, they could pay the garbage bill. And then what are they going to do with their trash? And we're not going to be confiscating garbage cans. I, I didn't really address that part. But we're, we're, we're people pay all the taxes that we pay and get. We pay the 2% employment tax. We talked about that. All the different taxes, and we can't even have a city pick up garbage. That shows you how bad a shape we're in. That's why I say reelect nobody. But we want to get to education. We can talk trash again. I, trash is a big time. It really is. What does it say about a city? If they cannot pick up garbage, they cannot pick up trash, how can they do anything else? You know, I mentioned my gazebo thing earlier, trying to rent the gazebo. Nobody in City Hall could tell me how to rent the gazebo right in front of City Hall. These are not Einstein-type people. One person in particular, I will not call his name, he's a manager in the city, been there 35 years. Getting longevity pay. Getting longevity pay, but he could not tell me how to rent the gazebo. Let's talk about education. Education is important. Education is key to uh, business development. And, and then we're going to connect the dots between improving and uh, reactivating the airport. We should have an aeronautics program in our high school. And we should have one at Gadsden City. And so that we can, if we're doing nothing else, we're teaching young people how to fly. So uh, 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 the, the whole fight between this, the present president of the council and the council with the Board of Education and defunding the board and all kinds of things says to me that there is a whole group of folk who have bought into being stupid. And, and and let me let me change that word. No, I'm gonna leave it like that. That's a good uh, word, and uh, it's sadly, sadly, yeah. it's appropriate sometimes. We we don't try to use it too often, no, but it's a no, sad it, word. It's a bad word, but I mean, for the occasion, it, it's appropriate. Um, when we look at how we manage a village, I call this a village. I like it doesn't that. Yes, meet sir. the SMSA standards for fifty thousand residents. You said something else earlier about uh, the census tract has 
deducted population from Gaston for the last 50 years. That's five decades. So even the last track, we lost population. Folk went to uh, Southside, Glencoe, uh, Steel, and Leeds, and all kinds of places to leave Gadsden. That 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 ten percent sales tax, where everybody colluded together to increase the taxes from nine to ten, from eight to ten. Where I go to Rome, Georgia, to purchase large items like refrigerators and stoves and things, because the tax base is different. And and and, and when we look at Taxes. Taxes cannot be used as a matrix or a part of a matrix to build a budget. Taxes are part of the budget, but it can't be. It can't the be the base. Exactly. So I'm wondering how we will baseline the the opportunities to grow the budget in such a way that it does not it does not impede the growth of people who don't make a whole bunch of money. Oh, excellent. Etowah County, the population has been stable since 1980, about 105, might be 104,000. But Etowah County has really, now we've still had a, an influx. Brian Butcher sitting right beside me, he's a foreigner from California. We've had all the different people move in here, but we our, our Etowah County population is about 104, 105. Gadsden has been declining, like you mentioned, sadly. Brian Butcher, I mentioned him. He has got a page on Facebook, the new mayor of Gadsden. The listeners, as you're listening, the new mayor of Gadsden on Facebook, he posts about all the different political stuff. I am just a member on the page. It is not my page, but I just wanted to highlight him here on um, Magic, 1240 AM. And I thank Mr. Zachary for, for letting us be here. Gadsden has got, you know, I put together a 10-point plan. Reality, this could have been a hundred or a thousand points. We've got that many problems, but you got to start somewhere. Ten. So I've had some people tell me, uh, "Cannot Cannon." We we mentioned Johnny Cannon, or I call him Cannot Cannon. He says we can't do any of these. Every one of these things is stupid in his mind. Every one of these things should have been done already. There's nothing exceptional on my ten-point plan. Every one of these things are a necessity to make Gadsden grow again. And I'm sorry, Mr. Zachary, I forgot what we're supposed to be talking about on this. this, uh, Education. (laughs) Got to get more educated here. (laughs) Education's always important. Flying. I've got seven hours in a 172 myself. I'm working toward my pilot certificates. You've got to have minimum 50, 60 hours to get up there and, and be able to fly solo and have your pilot. It's not pilot's license. It's pilot certificate. I would love to see that in high school and the and the junior college here. There's no reason why it hasn't been there already. Fly, you, do you know we've got a shortage of pilots all across America? Yes, we do. I, I wasn't even sure about this when they started talking about it three or four years ago. But it is real, and primarily because from the 60s and 70s, a lot of the guys that got out of the military, they went straight to the airlines. Well, these guys are now retiring at a record rate. We don't have people coming back in and, and filling these spots. Airlines are scrambling to get pilots. Not everybody wants to be a pilot, I understand, but there's many people that do, and, and I'm going to be a pilot. Well, I've flown many times, flown around the country, around the world. I like flying. I was in the Navy, aboard ship, lived at an airport on an aircraft carrier, the USS Saratoga. Flying is important. It's jobs. Everything about I saw the price of a brand new 172 the other day. 
almost $900,000 for the four-seat airplane is the new price tag. Granted, you can buy them used and get them cheaper, and we would do that. We can have a training program through the junior college probably, and it assists, the, the, say, the seniors, maybe the juniors in high school. A co-op program. Ex yeah. Working co -op program. together, and that is a necessity right there, and that's a that would help fill a lot of jobs. Some of those pilots at one point will get to fly out of Gadsden with our connecting flights. Talk about connecting the dots. When we have pilots that live here that could fly out of Gadsden, that will be a great day. Well, let's talk about uh, city-owned property. Why should the, uh, the city, a village of Gadsden, have a land bank? Why should the city own uh, all of this property and, and, and tear it down as opposed to renovating it and, and, and having it as uh, quality homes for first-time home buyers and that kind of thing? Oh, my. The city has torn down the six or 7,000 houses we talked about on 50-foot lots. Now you cannot build a house on a 50-foot lot. I want to address this, and I'm going to come right to that. Instead of tearing these houses down, that, that many of them people have just flat out left. They, they're abandoned. Nobody's claiming ownership to this property. We're going to take these properties over by a power that any city government has called eminent domain. Clean the property up for a day, just a little bit minimum. Put it up for public, clean the title up so we have a marketable title. Put it up for public auction. If it sells for $1,000, $10,000 or more, somebody has a clean title to a property, they've got 12 months to rehab this property. If they do not rehab it in the 12 months and the contract is going to revert back to the city, we're going to auction the property again to somebody that does want to fix this property up. But we're going to build Gadsden up by quit tearing houses down. That's the, that, that is a big deal. The Land Bank of Gadsden, Alabama. We do not need to own property. You know, well, that's one of the points. What? Which point is it? Us? That, number that, nine. Number nine. nine. Right. Pro City of Gadsden owns too many properties. There's a fish place right beside Chili's. Probably a million-dollar property. I'm guessing it might not be, but in that neighborhood, mm -hmm. they own that prop. They own so many properties. We need to be get out of the real estate business so the, the business people in Gadsden can be in business for themselves instead of having to compete with the city of Gadsden to do business. Well, uh, for one thing, you, you're not a realtor, and the last two mayors who uh, were mayor for 40 years combined were realtors. Yes, so, sir. So, you know, that lends itself to the city buying property. And anyway, I won't get into that. That's good. That's, I, I have the full disclosure. I have had a real estate license 20, 25 years ago. I let mine go back because I finally realized if you want to sell a property, if you own your own property, you don't have to have a real estate license sell to sell it. And it's a headache trying to sell properties. And we appreciate all the good real estate people because that's, that's a valuable part of making Gadsden grow again. It is. Promote Gadsden. How do you promote Gadsden? 256 Gadsden is my cell phone number laying right here in this okay. cell phone. 256, the letters Gadsden, 423-7336. We've got to promote Gadsden. Gadsden is centrally located between Atlanta, Birmingham, and Chattanooga. We have got to promote our city. Now, we haven't had a whole lot to promote the way the city has been run. With new management, with a new mayor and a new council, we can make Gadsden grow again by promoting our city. There's many people, Chicago, New York, Ohio, Miami even, their houses are in four or $500,000 range. They could come here and find the exact same property 
less than 150000 maybe less than 100000 on occasion. That is not a hard sale. A lot of people have no idea. I know people are in here think, oh, my property taxes are so high, and they do get raised arbitrarily too much. I agree with that. But we have got the lowest property taxes of any state in the country. Our property taxes, are they need to be balanced. Hit on this real quick. California, if you own a property, if you bought, Mr. Zachary, if you bought a house in the, in the 60s or 70s in California, and your taxes was 1000 a year, today, if, if you done built four stories on top of that house and made it a, a multi-million dollar property, your taxes would still be $1,000 a year. Because the, in California, your property taxes will not increase until the sale transaction goes to another owner. That's what we need in Alabama. That's not something I can do as mayor. We need to fight for it in Montgomery. Yeah. We need to encourage home building. And we are talking about... <laughs> well, let, let, let me remind the audience, too, of something that you just said. And I've had a number of people inquire about the property taxes. Property taxes are set at the state level. So uh, when, you, when you're complaining about your property tax, you probably need to, to think about who you elect and send to the state. And, and some of the folk running for mayor have been down there, and <laughs> it's a little bit um, not on their agenda. It, it, it's important to me to have a community where I can enjoy the community rather than hopping on the freeway, going to Atlanta, going to Chattanooga, going to Birmingham to enjoy a decent quality of life. And, and it can be done here. Uh, 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 bubble thinking is not always the best thinking. And folk who are thinking about just enriching themselves and lining their pockets do not make the best choices. Creative thinking uh, uh, and creative tension brings to a community very valued thought processes, and we don't have that here. And I totally agree with you. Nobody sitting on that council who has been there for the last 20, 15, 18, 18 90 years should be there and, and, and should come back. And so we just need to look at people who are you know, who, who are progressive. And progressive does not mean you you want this, you want that. And just, just be about a good quality of life. Uh, there's one other thing I want, 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 want to ask you before our time is completely up. Have you visited areas like Green Pastures, which is really right subdivision, and that was a large, and it's still primarily a black community, or Miller's Heights over in East Gadsden, uh, these areas are in need of some money. Uh, to, those folks have been over there. My parents' house is over there. Have been over there for years. I mean, and, and, and I can remember when the roads were paved. I can remember when uh, we got sewage over there. And, and the park over there, Hughley Park, Bud, Bud, Bud Hughley, who was a, a, a coach and very good coach, um, the park is named after him. His wife and, and family still lives in the area. But the park we had Juneteenth over there a couple of years ago, three years ago, had one plug, one electrical outlet in a three, four acre park. So, and, and we had uh, the, the, the representative that's up there now came through, walked through, and, and would you make sure 
that the the recreational outlets, the one down in Moana Park, two, three, four, five million, you know, just just a showcase right there on Albert Rains Boulevard. But all children need a place where they can go and play and be safe, and 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 it should look good too. And that's the other thing I want to mention before we get off of here. Coming into guests in east, north, south, and west is ugly. Is there no way? that it can be improved, you know, planning yes, sir. and that kind of thing. So what do you think about that? We've got to make Gadsden attractive again to make Gadsden grow again. When I say promote Gadsden, I, we, we were talking about that just briefly earlier. We've got to make our city attractive. We've got good people. We've got, like yourself, many, so many good people in Gadsden. It's time to have a government that reflects the people. And that's what I want to, want to be as mayor with our new council. We have, um, we've got problems with some people being, their, their income is low. My, I'm not a millionaire sitting here. You know, I have my, my struggles from time to time like anybody. But if somebody in, in any neighborhood, not just green pastures, not just any certain location, but any neighborhood in Gadsden, if their house is paid for, we need to have a program that we could loan them five, ten, twelve thousand dollars $12,000 to put vinyl siding on their home to fix the roof. Maybe windows. What we, we need to look at the options we would have to do some basic maintenance things, at least appearance-wise. Let's, let's get the outside of the houses looking better. Then we can work on the inside. The roof's not leaking. You're in a lot better shape to work on everything else. Well, David has turned that little music on. So uh, you want to tell the folk who to vote for? I am Michael Shell. I want to be your mayor because we're committed to making Gadsden grow again. Google Michael Shellmayer. God bless you. Thank you for listening today. Thank you for Mr. Zachary letting us be on his station, WMGJ, 1240 AM. It is uh, a good day to um, to look at um, a different kind of candidate, um, a Republican candidate, but I'm sure there are others running <laughs> who are Republicans. <laughs> uh, we are here with Mr. Michael Shell. This has been a paid political conversation with Mr. Michael Shell. Please, people, listen to all of the candidates before you make up your mind. Uh, this should not be a beauty contest. And we ought to elect a person who can bring to bear an awakening here in Gaston. Now, remember, when you're at the party and the music begins to play, get on up and dance. This is Fred Zachary. You've been listening to Introspection.